You know, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, American Legion National Commander Bill Oxford, he's continued to lead the nation's largest veterans organization as many American Legion posts closed their homes and they postponed events due to the coronavirus concerns. But as a result of the cancellation of the organization's national convention in 2020, Oxford's term in office was extended for another year, and he became the longest-serving national commander in the 102-year history of the American Legion. And it's my pleasure to have him on my show today, Commander Bill Oxley. Nice to have you again, sir. Thanks uh, for the invitation, the opportunity, Mark. I'd always like to talk about American Legion business. Yeah, well, congratulations on your term. I mean, you're it. You're the longest. Well, um, I can call you Bill. We're all friends. So, Bill, while the nature and manner of your service, you know, may have changed, the American Legion has never stopped assisting veterans in our communities and our country during these challenging times, correct? Absolutely correct. Uh, we face many uh, many shortcomings, many cancellations, things we were not able to do last year. But even in spite of that, uh, the American Legion uh, stood tall. Uh, I mean, they were conducting blood drives, food drives, benefit fairs, uh, doing a lot of the business. And, and in some cases, even provide uh, help and facilities for the VA to do some of their business. Mm. But uh, we, we're still still here, still just as valuable and relevant as we've always been. My word. Uh, supporting first responders, healthcare workers, people in need right throughout the pandemic. You know, folks, despite the attention given to coronavirus, Commander Oxford wants to ensure time-honored traditions continue. He is, in fact, encouraging all patriotic Americans to wear a red poppy on May 28th, which is National Poppy Day. You, you probably know that, but that's correct, Bill. And for that matter, why are poppies associated with veterans? Well, that's a, that's a great question. And, and if I could take and just uh, talk about history a little bit. Sure. Uh, in World War One. In, in, in the battlefields in Europe, uh, poppies were part of the battlefield. They grew wild. And uh, as, as the battles uh, transpired, uh, the people who survived uh, those battles in Europe uh, started looking upon the poppy as a living memorial to the people who uh, made the supreme sacrifice. So the, the poppy uh, became part of the American Legion in 1920 as the memorial flower. And in 1924, we adopted a program uh, to distribute poppies. Uh, so uh, we, the American Legion family, uh, looks upon that as part of our duties uh, to distribute poppies for National Poppy Day uh, this year, May 28th, and in and around Memorial Day for where uh, to uh, memorialize uh, those people who, uh, who lost their lives in service to this country. My word. And for what it's worth, Bill, you know it's the same in Australia. We have poppies on Anzac Day for our, you know, Remembrance Day. Um, and I sold them as a yes, kid. Sir. I sold them as a kid, and I tell you what, they're a big deal. Now, in the light of coronavirus, will the American Legion still be able to observe Memorial Day? Absolutely, 100%. Uh, we, we, we observed the Memorial Day last year, even though it was restricted. It's just one of those holidays we can't forget. But we're, we're 100% behind uh, the services this year, and with, with the vaccines, with social distancing, with masks and all of those things, we expect uh, post and communities across the country uh, to uh, to hold those uh, Memorial Day services. Hmm. All right. Well, listen, Bill, I've got some other questions for you, if you don't mind. What exactly is 100 Miles for Hope? Well, the 100 Miles for Hope Challenge is a program we created last year uh, during the height of the pandemic. And it was, a, it was an invitation uh, to ask the members of the Legion family 
to get outside, out from under the pandemic, uh, to get some exercise, get some fresh air, uh, get some exercise, maybe uh, get a little bit healthier, maybe lose some weight. <laughs> but it was just a way uh, to uh, to get people outside to get some exercise. And uh, we also uh, wanted to raise some money for our Veterans and Children's Foundation. Uh, and our foundation, uh, that's, that's what pays for a lot of the programs that we have. So uh, the 100 Miles for Hope Challenge, it was a win-win uh, to get the members of the family outside and also raise some money for our Veterans and Children's Foundation. Yeah, that's fantastic. But now let me ask you this one. Why is the number 48 significant to the American Legion? Well, uh, a few months ago, uh, we signed a sponsorship deal with the Chip Canassi Racing Team in the in the Indy Racing Car Series. Uh, part of that the sponsorship agreement was uh, Jimmy Johnson, who is a seven-time NASCAR champion, uh, was going to be one of our drivers. Uh, Jimmy drove number 48 in his seven NASCAR championships, so when he came to the Indy Racing League, he brought the 48 with him. And uh, we're just we're extremely happy and proud and and uh, glad that Jimmy uh, is a part of our sponsorship deal, along with uh, Pice Indy 500 winner Tony Canon. But uh, it, they're they're outstanding ambassadors for the American Legion, and uh, we just are looking for a way to expand expand the Legion brand, the Legion visibility. And this gives us a way to do that. Yeah. Okay. Now it makes sense. So let's go a little political here. There's a lot of stuff going on overseas, and you know, I'm going to ask you. Why shouldn't U.S. troops remain in Afghanistan in Iraq? Well, the the American Legion uh, totally supports eradicating terrorism. Uh, our original intent was to stop terrorism, but we did not intend to rebuild entire nations. Uh, we provided more than enough support for countries to to build their own militaries and infrastructures, but it's uh, it's time that uh, those American men and women uh, come back to the United States. We've got. We've got the men and women still fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq who were born after 9/11. So it's time it's time to end those forever wars and bring those uh, uh, service people home. Commander uh, Bill Oxford, James W. Bill Oxford, tell us about your Buddy Check program. Well, the Buddy Check program is another one of those programs we started just a few years ago. And uh, I know many of your listeners would be familiar with the term battle buddies. Mm-hmm. Well, our buddy check program is just a uh, continuation of that effort that we learned in the military, uh, checking on your comrades. Uh, it's, uh, it's started as simply uh, calling a fellow veteran, but we've, uh, we've expanded that to look at family, relatives, friends, neighbors, anybody in your community that, that uh, might be in need of help. And that's the question we ask. How can we help? Uh, we're, we just want to spread the message. Hey, we're here. We want to help. We can't help. If, tell us what we can do to make your life easier. Uh, or uh, if there's anything you need, we're here to help. So uh, the Buddy Check's been extremely successful, and uh, we uh, continue that even today. All right. So uh, let's go to the Hill. What are some of the issues that you personally are hoping to be addressed by Congress and the current administration? Well, I think uh, veteran suicide is, is a primary uh, uh, number one target that we have. Uh, a, a veteran suicide is a travesty, and we need to make sure we do every single thing we can uh, to eliminate those suicides. But there are so many so many reasons that uh, somebody might uh, consider suicide. I mean, it might be medical, it might be physical, it might be homelessness, it might be financial, it might be personal issues. 
but uh, we've uh, we've got to make sure uh, the VA is out there uh, to provide the the mental health assistance uh, that uh, a veteran might need if they're contemplating those kind of things. Well, uh, you've been in long I'm enough sorry. now. You know, mm-hmm. I was yeah. going to say, Bill, yeah. you've been in long enough now to have enough administrations promise you a lot of things. You're right because I mean, you work your butt off to try and get things passed. Uh, the past president, the current president. Uh, have you got faith in the current one to get done what you want? Well, uh, let me let me say this. Uh, we had a great relationship with the previous administration, the previous Congress, and the previous VA uh, secretary. Uh, we are working diligently uh, to develop those same relationships with the current administration, the current VA secretary, and the current members of Congress. Uh, we're making progress, and we continue to address those issues. Uh, that's good. Who can join the American Legion, Bill? Uh, what are some of uh, some of the things that Legionnaires do? Well, uh, up until last year, the American Legion was a, a wartime veterans organization. Uh, last year, we convinced Congress to change the eligibility requirements. Uh, now, anybody, any veteran who served on active duty with an honorable discharge since uh, December the 7th, 1941, is eligible to join the organization. Uh, if if you're not a veteran, uh, we also have the Sons of the American Legion, which is male descendants of veterans, and we also have the American Legion Auxiliary, which is open to male and female spouses of veterans. But uh, those uh, those organizations are are out there, and they we they are all involved in uh, in our programs, and that's Veterans Strengthening America, uh, and many programs that that we've gotten we we take part in. I mean, American Legion Baseball, Boys State, our rhetorical contest, uh, scouting, junior shooting, uh, ROTC, uh, veterans advocacy, uh, volunteering at the VA, uh, community service, all of those things is uh, is uh, just a little bit about what we do and who we are. Yeah, you're a very busy organization. I don't know how you keep up with it all, Bill, to be honest with you. Veterans and their families, <laughs> participation in the American Legion, 100 Miles for Hope campaign, that's a beauty. Uh, encouraging Americans to be vaccinated against COVID-19, providing transition assistance to military members and their families separating from the service. That's a big one. And, of course, congressional passage and executive enactment of the Pay Our Coast Guard Act. Tell us about that again. Well, as most of your listeners are aware, the Coast Guard works and belongs to Homeland Security. Last year during the government shutdown, uh, they didn't. There was a period of time where they didn't get paid. So we we are encouraging Congress to to make sure in the event of another government shutdown that those Coast Guard members get paid. To uh, to to talk to that particular point, uh, last year during the government shutdown, uh, the American Legion uh, paid out a million dollars uh, to young Coast Guard families uh, that were in need of. Financial assistance during the government shutdown, that's, but that's just yeah. one of the things we do: take that, care of, of America's veterans. That, and our that's active fabulous, people. absolutely fabulous. I mean, I mean, I don't think people realize just how much you've got your fingers in, Bill, and what you do do. To be honest, what about the forever wars by urging Congress to repeal or replace the outdated, you know, post nine eleven authorizations for use of military force, the AUMFs, and to properly resource the tools of diplomacy? What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, the, those uh, authorizations uh, belong to Congress, so we, we just uh, encourage Congress to take advantage of, of their authority. Uh, we're in favor of ending the forever wars, but if there is a need for military force, uh, Congress should should and does have the authority uh, to address those issues as they come up. 
the harmful effects that uh, toxic exposures, um, recognising this to open, you know, air burn pits, jet fuel, other environmental hazards. Uh, they've had, you know, for years, generations of veterans. How do you get around that one? Well, uh, we all know, and we've heard a lot about, uh, I mean, things like Agent Orange from uh, Vietnam, and that still continues to be an issue. But today's veterans are, are facing a separate set of, uh, of things that they have been exposed to. And you mentioned burn pits, firefighting foam, uh, radiation, and many other substances that, that no human should ever be near. Uh, and a good example is the contaminated water at Camp Lejeune. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that impacts not just Marines, but their military families. So uh, we, we need to make sure that Congress recognizes the fact that these exposures happen. We need to figure out what the medical treatment is and make sure the, uh, the military or the VA uh, pro- is able to provide those uh, medical services. But, uh, and one of the things that we, we are just learning about, uh, some of those exposures uh, can be genetically passed down to, to children oh. and future children. So that, that needs to be part of the, uh, the discussion and the equation as we move forward. Oh, does it ever. That's, that's, uh, that is not good news at all. Look, last but least, uh, not least, because we're winding up, but a passage of constitutional amendment that would allow Congress to protect the U.S. flag from desecration. Well, uh, as you know, the American Legion was instrumental in the uh, passage of the flag code uh, going back many, many years. Uh, we support, we endorse, and promote uh, that constitutional amendment uh, to pass a protection of the flag. So uh, desecration of the flag is just not something uh, we, uh, we just don't like the sound of that when we do support that constitutional amendment. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible to think of the battles and, and God knows what, and who, who could, you know, do that to the flag. Well, the American Legion, ladies and gentlemen, is the nation's largest veteran service organization. Nearly 2 million members at about 12,600 posts worldwide. And they're involved in community-based support in many ways, and we'd appreciate if you could support them. And, and I guess, Bill, www.legion.org is probably a good place to start. That's an excellent place to start. Uh, if, if you don't find your information there, start at your local Legion post. Uh, they're posted across the country in every, almost every community in every town. So I'm going to ask you, Commander Bill, what is the American Legion's motto? <laughs> right now we are veterans strengthening America, and we'll continue uh, to do that and be that as we move forward. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks, sir. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you again. I always enjoy it. And ladies and gentlemen, on the Mark Bishop Show, the American Legion National Commander, James W. Bill Oxford. Take care, sir. We'll talk again. Mark, thanks. Thanks for the invitation and the opportunity. You're most welcome, sir. Goodbye.